This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Why are more and more children suffering from virtual autism? Thanks for asking. The World Health Organization says that children between the ages of 2 and 5 should get no more than one hour of sedentary screen time per day, while children under 2 shouldn't get any at all. But the general consensus is that many parents don't enforce those guidelines, and many toddlers end up overexposed to digital devices as a result. Increasingly, early childhood professionals are reporting concerning and unusual behaviour in children who have been excessively exposed to screens. Research published in Global Pediatric Health in 2020 referred to this as early media overexposure syndrome, and the term virtual autism has also emerged to describe it. What are the symptoms? According to sunshinepreschools.com, getting too much screen time can hinder toddlers' ability to develop essential social skills such as communication, empathy and understanding non-verbal cues. In addition to impeding social development, it can lead to delays in language development. Other potential knock-on effects include poor physical health due to a sedentary lifestyle and an impact on the bond between a child and their parents. Some sources say that for children who are the most overexposed, virtual autism typically emerges between the ages of 8 and 10 months and then intensifies between the ages of 2 and 3. Fortunately, this syndrome is completely reversible when screen exposure is reduced or stopped. However, if symptoms persist beyond the age of 4, overcoming them becomes increasingly challenging. Is virtual autism a recognised condition then? Some specialists are actually reluctant to endorse use of the term. Studies directly linking excessive screen use and autism are hard to find and they tend to rely on parent surveys, an approach described by SpectrumNews.org as inherently problematic. That's because of the bias that can be introduced when a parent under-reports their child's TV watching, or fails to report an autism diagnosis. How can I reduce my child's screen time? First and foremost, as a parent you have to understand your role, which includes guiding your children and helping them thrive in an increasingly digital society. You need to minimise risks and foster your child's cognitive development without relying on screens. This involves incorporating more playtime, engaging in meaningful dialogue and spending more time outdoors. Successfully reducing a child's screen time is closely linked to their parents' ability to reduce their own screen time. There you have it. Now you know why more and more children are suffering from virtual autism. In under three minutes, we answer your questions and help you understand the true meaning behind the trends, concepts and acronyms that are making headlines. Listen along and you will really know for sure. Bah, bah, bah.